begin today at the Mishnah on Daf Yutes Amidalov. So here this Mishnah begins the halachas of how you write a get. A get can be written with any kind of ink, or actually different, not only ink literally, but different kinds of materials. With black ink, which is usually used to write a safe potato with. With another kind of ink, Sam, some say is like a sort of a silver or gray color. Or I think the Rambam says Sam is different kinds of colors, not necessarily specifically one color. Visikra, which is a red ink. The kumos, which is, uh, I think, from the sap of a tree. Or the kankantum, which is some kind of very strong black. I think it's used for uh, shoe polish or things like that uh, to dye leather. You could use anything that will have a lasting writing. So in other words, the chidashir is, like a sefetayr has to be written only specifically with ink, but a get could be written with anything which is kayama, which will remain. But you can't write, not with any liquids, like let's say wine or, or milk, not with other juices, or anything similar which the writing will not last. Now, similar, you could also write on any material. You could also even write on a leaf from an olive tree, and that's only after it's cut off. As we'll see later in the Gemara, the Mechuber, if it's attached to the ground, it's puzzle. And you could write, you could write the get on the horn of a cow. But then, you're going to have to give her the entire cow as a get. You can't cut it off and then give it to her. We'll see in the Gemara. Al Yat Shal Eved, you can write the get on the hand of your servant, on your slave. Venaisan Law Eved, but then you'll have to give her the entire slave as a get. Rabbi Yaisi Haglili argues and says, En Kaisvin, you can't write a get, loyal Dovashiyesh Chayim, not on anything that has life, and loyal and you can't write a get on food, which would include even writing a get on an olive uh, leaf. Because that's also something that has, that's food. Maybe it's not human food, but it's food for, for the birds. So you can't write on these kinds of materials. The different kinds of inks that the Mishnah said, and here the Gemara gives the Aramaic names for them. The Yoy in Aramaic is the Yusa, Sam is Sama, Sikra, Amarabba Babachon is Sakrasa, Shmo, that's its name in Aramaic. Kumus is Kuma, Kankantam, Amarabba Babachon is Shmuel. Amashmul, uh, that is, in the name of Shmuel, Charse de Oshchefi, which is, like I said before, shoe polish, or something similar uh, to that. Okay, now the Mishnah said, After the Mishnah gives this whole list, the Mishnah adds that you can write to get with anything that will remain, that the, the, the writing will remain. What is this coming to add? It says, It adds what Rabchanina says. Rabchanina said, Kosvai b'meitariya. If you write it with rainwater that is leaking through a, a wooden roof and it gets colored by the wood and it becomes sort of a brownish or reddish water, so you can write with that and the mark of it will remain on the paper. Or va'aftza. If you write with aftza, which is water that gallnuts were soaked in it and it also gets a color that if you write with it, it remains, kosher. Both of these are kosher for the get. Tani Rabchia said, kosvei ba'avr. If you write with lead, if you write with shachar, which is with coals, b'shichar, shichar is like we said before. It's actually the same according to Rashi. It looks like it's the same as kankantum. Rashi says charsed ushchafi, which is uh, what we just mentioned, shu polish. This is kosher. 
So here the Gemara introduces a halacha regarding Hilchah Shabbos, regarding the Malacha of Kaisa or Moichik, regarding Hilchah Shabbos, and then this will have uh, relevance regarding signing a get. Okay, so now, as we know, by Shabbos, two of the Malachas are Kaisiv and Moichik. And you only chayiv for Moichik if you're erasing uh, it's a, with a positive purpose, meaning that you want to write with it. But stop erasing on Shabbos, you're going to be potem and atayre because that's makalkal. You're just destroying and ruining. Okay, so now let's see here what the halacha. So we learned the following halacha. You had something written in red ink, and you write on top of it the same letters, the same thing, but you just write on top of it with black ink. On Shabbos. Both said, For doing this, you're going to be twice. Once you chayiv, because you're writing. Before it was written in red, which was lighter. And now you're writing darker and black. So you write it, you're chayiv for kaisif. And v'achas mishumaychik. And then you also chayiv because you erased the red writing that was there. And you erased it by, and with the purpose of writing the black writing on it. So it's erasing with a positive purpose. So you're chayiv for both, for erasing the red and the writing of the black. But if you write black on black, or red on red, so then Potter, you haven't done anything. What the writing was there already. You just add more ink on it. It doesn't change anything. Now, Sikra Agabidyoy. What's if it's the other way around that we had before? You put red ink, you write with red ink on top of black ink. There are those that say that you'll be chayiv as well. But Potter. Those that say that in such a case you'll be totally Potter. There are those that say that you're chayiv. You're not going to be chayiv for kaisiv because you're writing a lighter ink than the black ink. Red is lighter than black, so you're not going to be high for kaisiv, but you're going to be high for meichik. Meichiku. You erase the black writing, and now it's only red, so it's lighter. So because it's lighter, you're chayiv. Amri potter, but others say that you're potter, mekalkalhu. This is considered to be mekalkal, because you didn't really add anything here. All you did was is, you took the darker black writing and you made it lighter, and that's considered to be mekalkal. It's not really a, a, a full mechalkal, because after all, it, it, you have a writing here that you could read now. But relevantly, uh, relatively speaking, that is, there's some kind of element of mechalkal. You took a darker writing and you made it lighter. So this opinion is that it's mechalkal. Mm-hmm. The previous opinion says, no, that it's not a full mechalkal. The fact is, you're writing red, and now you can read the red writing, so therefore, it's, it's, you, you erased, you did erase that black writing, but you're high for that meichik, because now there's something here positive that you could read here. So you're high for this. Well, if you it depends, if you write with with a, like a paint or like you know, if you put if you put the red on top of the black in a way that the red will cover the black, it will erase the black. That's what we're talking about over here. You don't see no more black. The black not right. You don't see the no. Yeah, we're not talking about like today. You take a marker. You have a black marker. and You take a red marker and you try to color over the black marker. You're not going to notice the red at all. Over here, it's talking about where you take. Uh, ink, where you take a dye and you dye with, uh, on the black, you dye red over it and he, it erases the black. That, that's, that's what it's talking about here. Okay, boy, I mean, hey, so now based on this, the Gemara brings us back over here to a get. You have Edom, but they don't know how to sign their name. So maybe we could write for them their name. And then they'll trace it. How? We write their name for them in red ink. And then they'll write on, on top of it a uh, black ink. And so now that's considered uh, maybe a good signature because they are adding their own signature in black. 
So again, the question, that is, and he says they should sign in black. And the question is, Ksav Elyein Ksav, if they write with black above this red, is it a proper signature? Or it's not a proper signature. answered, this is not considered to be a proper signature. Why should this be different than Shabbos? Our teacher, you taught us that when it comes to Shabbos and you have red ink and you write on top of that with black ink, so it is a Ksav for Shabbos. So why here by your signing of a get, is it not? Because I had a svara regarding Shabbos, that on Shabbos you should be stringent about this matter, and you should not write with black on top of red, but it was only a stringency. And Asher says, meaning that if it would be a case where it's a question whether he would be high of a carbon chatas for doing this, we're not going to allow him to bring a carbon into Azara, because this may actually be chulim. It's not, we don't know for sure this is chil Shabbos, it's just a stringency. So because we have a svara to be machmer by Shabbos, so nasa ma'isa, we should use such a signature for a get, even to be lenient, to accept a get, that she should not be an ish anymore. So therefore we can't accept this for a get. Well, no, no, no. Chai, if it's according to what the Gemara is saying now, is even on Shabbos, you're not going to really be chai. It's only a chumrah. That's what the Gemara is saying now. Right. So now, itmer, we learned the machlekes regarding this case where Adam don't know how to sign. What do we do? Rav Omer Rav says, So what you do is, you have the paper, which is clear, and you, tra- you, you uh, trace, or not trace, you scratch into the paper the, the signature that they have to sign. And then they come and they fill it with ink, they trace that, and they are able to sign their name on top of this uh, scratching that had uh, their signature. Shmuel Shmuel says that Pa'avar, we can write their signature with lead, and then on top of this lead, they'll sign their name. Asks the Gemara, can you have them sign their name on top of a lead signature that's there before? But we brought before, but Tanir Abchia. Abchia said, you write a get with lead, with coals, with shoe polish, kosher. It's a good writing. So once it's signed with avar, with lead, you sign on top of that, you're not, you're not signing anything, it's already signed. And says the Gemara, Lekashi, it depends what kind of lead this is. If you just take plain lead and you make a mark with it on a paper, that's not a proper writing. It's not going to last. But when you take lead and you crush it in water and you mix it properly and then you write with that, that will be a lasting writing. And that's what Rabbi has said before, that's a proper writing for a get. Rabbi says, similar to Shmuel, that what you could do is, you write... The, the sign, their signatures with May Milin, which is what we had before, May Aftza. This is the water of gall nuts. And you write it, that's how you write the signatures. And then they could sign their names on, on top of that signature of this May Milin. So again, the Gemara asks him this, but Vatani Rabchanine, before we learned, Rabchanine said, Kosvai Bimei Tarye, you write a get with the rainwater that got the color of the, of the roof, or Vaftza. When you write it with this Aftza, which is this, this water from the gall nuts, so it's kosher. That's a good writing. So how could Adam sign on top of that? Answers the Gemara like Hashia. It's not a question because it depends on the material of the parchment. Ha the offits. If the parchment is fully worked out, and the way the parchment in those times would be smoothed out was actually with the gall nuts itself. So because it was smoothed out with this gall nuts, if you're then going to write with the water that the gall nuts is soaked in, it's not going to be noticeable on the paper because it already has the gall nuts on it. It won't do anything. So that's 
That's the kind of golnas that he was saying that you can make a sign for the Adam to sign on it because it's not a proper writing. Another loyaf, it's, if it's a parchment that wasn't worked out with his golnuts, so then when you write with the golnuts on it, it'll be, it'll be a good lasting writing. She'ein mei milin, and he explains, she'ein mei milin, al gabi mei milin. Once it was worked out with his golnuts, you can't write again with golnuts on it because it's not going to last and it's not going to show anything. Papa, Rav Papa says, the way you write the signature for these Aden to be able to sign is beraik, you spit, you make the signs of their letters of their name with spit. He taught this to Papa Torah as well, beraik, that it's done with, uh, with the spit. However, when is this halacha said? This is all, this is a special leniency regarding the signatures for a get for a woman. Avol b'shtades, when it comes to other shtades, like, then we don't use this leniency. So we'll see soon in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to say, by a get, we don't want a woman to be stuck. If her husband's leaving out of town or he's passing away, and this is the only aid that we have there, so, this, so, so we must, uh, we're, we're lenient to have this done. And the Gemara here brings what happened. The David over the b'shah shtades, to someone that did the same thing regarding another star that he spit in it or he had the Adim right after what was already sort of made a sign for them. And v'nagdir avkana. Rav Kahana gave him lashes for doing this for a regular star when it's not supposed to be done for a regular star. We don't rely on this for a regular star. What's wrong? Because it's not a real signature. It's not. It's not. The Adam are making a signature. No, no, no. True, but the Adam are only tracing the lettering that's written before. It's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but when you have to verify the signatures of these Adam, it's not really a proper signature that you could then verify that the signatures are good because it's not like their signature. They're just like tracing these letters. It's not a real signature. So for other shtaris, which has to be used as a raya, we don't accept this. Tanya Kva the Rav, we learned like Rav's advice that Rav said that when you can't, when they don't know how to sign, so then you have it scratched out on the paper and then the Adam sign on that. Because the Braise says, Adam Shan Yadim Lachtaim, Adam that don't know how to sign, the Karalim Nyar Cholok, so you scratch into the paper for them, Umamalam and they fill it with the ink. Now the Braise continues, we had this before already, the Gemara quoted this in Dafyur or so. Amir Abshim bin Gamliel, so Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says about this, This is a special leniency only for a get for a woman. A document to free a slave. Or any other money document. If the Edom signing know how to read what it's written, and they also know how to sign it, so then they could sign. If they don't, so they can't sign the get. We don't use this leniency by other documents. So the Gemara clarifies Pshat and what Rabbi Shimon Gamliel is saying. Where in this Braise in the beginning is it mentioned anything about whether the Aden could read or not? The Braise starts off a discussion about whether they could sign or not. Why is he bringing in the idea of whether they can read or not? And says the Gemara, There's something missing here in the Braise. And you have to read the Braise as follows. If they don't know how to read, so we read the get for them. The Chaisman, and then they could sign it. If they don't know how to sign, as the Braise continued, we scratch it in for them and they sign it. On that, this is only by a get for a woman. But when it comes to a document for an Eved or any other status, if they can read themselves or they can sign themselves good, if not, they can't be used. So now the Gemara explains the point I mentioned before. Why is Rabshim Gamliel, which says that such a kind of signature is really not accepted, so why are we being lenient by a get? The answer is, So by a get, because we don't want B'nai Yisrael to become stuck with a husband that's going out of town or he's passing away. So they were lenient if that's the only Adim that are here, that are available. 
We pass in like Rabshim Gamliel that it's a only it's a kula only by a get, not by any other star. With Afghanda, Mishmaidirova Omar, Afghanda said the name of Rava, no, ain't Allah. We don't pass in like Rabshim Gamliel. Says the Gamar is Ovela Kaman. What is he implying? So who do we pass in like? Karabonon, does that mean that we pass in like the Rabonon? But that can't be. Because we had just before someone used this kind of signature for other shtaris, and Venagdir of Kahana. And if Kahana was upset at him, he gave him lashes for this. So we see that we do Paskin like Rabshim and Gamliel. Answers the Gemara, but there's a second argument here between the Rabbanon and Rabshim and Gamliel. This that he's saying that we Paskin like the Rabbanon is regarding Adim that can't read the get themselves, that we read it for them. That we pass like the Rabbanon, that that leniency could be used for all other shtaris. But the leniency regarding the signatures, if they don't know how to sign, that's only for a get. Now the Gemara brings the other Amiraim, what they did, how, how was their uh, behavior about this. Rav Yudah Mitztair, Rav Yudah, when he was old and it was hard for him to read, he would, he would paint himself. He would make sure that Kari V'chosim, he read it himself and only then did he sign it. Amalei Ola, so Ola said to Rav Yudah, it's not necessary for you to read it yourself. Rabbi was considered to be the master. He knew all the halachas and he was in Eretz Yisrael. They read for him what's written in the document and and he signed without reading it himself. The Gemara brings another Maida here, another source for this. Rav Nachman, Koro Kamei Safri the Daini. So Rav Nachman, he had the special scribes of the Bezdin read for him what's written in the document and and then he signed it. Now the Gemara explains this is only reliable because it was Rav Nachman and it was these scribes hired here by the Bezden. Because the Islu Emsa, because it's these scribes that are hired here so they know what Rav Nachman is and therefore they're afraid to read inaccurately for Rav Nachman. If it would be just Rav Nachman. But the scribes would be just any other scribe that's not hired here by the Bezden, they're not reliable to read for him. Or even if it would be Safri the Daini, the scribes hired by the Bezin, but Venish Shachrini. They're not reading for Rav Nachman, they're reading for someone else, and they're not afraid of that person. So then look, we also can't rely on that. The Gemara continues, similar halachas regarding the star, whether you could read it or not, whether you have to read it or not. Rav Popek, he have also a Kameh, Parsa, David Bar Kutim. So Rav Papa, when he had a, a star written in Persian that was made in a Goyish court, so, so how did he get to know the contents of what's written inside the star? So he had two goyim, one not in front of the other, read it for him. But he had them read what it says in the star in such a manner that it was sort of offhandedly. They weren't aware of why they have to read this for him, so he can trust what they're saying. That's the concept of Masih Lefitumai, that when a guy says something and he's not saying it knowing why he's reading it, but it's just offhandedly, you can rely on that. And furthermore, and he would use such a kind of a star to even collect from properties that were sold off and you have to go and collect them. Uh, even a, a star like this has enough of a coil to be able to uh, collect with this. This is what Amema said. When you have a Persian star, the Chasimi Aleh Sadi Yisrael, and there are witnesses Yidin, that are signed in the star itself, it can be used by a loan to collect with it from Mishubadim. Again, the halacha of Mishubadim is you can only collect from Mishubadim, and that's properties that were sold off, that the, that the loyve sold off, only if there's a coil about this loan. And that's only if you have a proper star, and here you have the Yidin that's signed in it, so therefore you can collect from these Mishubadim. 
So the Gemara here will go through certain halachas regarding a star that seemingly are missing here. We had this Gemara already before. Like the Gemara of Allah, Yodil Mikri, the Adam that signed the star, the, the Yidin, they can't read Persian. And the reason the Gemara is assuming they can't read Persian is because the Yidin then were in Bavel, and maybe they understood the, the language in Bavel, but then the Persians came later into Bavel, and they introduced a new language that the Yidin didn't speak or didn't read. And says the Gemara, Bidi Yodi. These Aiden that signed it knew how to read Persian. You have to have that it should be a proper parchment that cannot be forged. And and you don't have that over here. Because if you're using a parchment that's not worked out smoothly, so that you could easily erase and rewrite or add a zero or whatever it is. So how could you use this kind of a parchment? It's a proper parchment. It's properly worked out with gall nuts and it's smooth. Can't be forged. One more thing, the halach of a star is that after everything written in the star and the last line, you have to rewrite the main point of the amount of what you're borrowing and so on in the last line. And then you have the signatures, and you don't have that by a star written by Persians. Over here, yes, it is, being, it is written again, that line. So in that case, so what is the Chiddush over here that he was saying that you can use this kind of a star which is written in Persian and it's signed by Yidin? Is the Chiddush, the Chol, Lashen, Kosher? That a star can be written in any language? But Tanina, we know that already. We learned it in a Mishnah regarding a get for Aisha. Because the Mishnah says here, later in the Mesech, the get, Yivris. If you have a get that was written, written in Lashen, Kaidish, And the Eidah of Yivanis. And the Eidim signed in Yivanis, in Greek. Or Yovanis, it was written in Greek, the of Ivris, and the Edom are signing a Lashon Kaidish. Kosher. Either way, it's kosher. So you see, so the same thing should be by every star. That if it's written in a different language and the Edom sign a Lashon Kaidish, it should be kosher. And it says the Gemara, no, you can't learn out from a get for a Isha. Because Inahi, if it was that case, this is a leniency only for a get. Maybe I would think by another star, if it's written in another language, it's not acceptable. And the Mepharshim here say, it's obviously not coming to teach me that you can write a star in any language. Why would I think you can't write any star for a loan in any language? It's obvious that you could. But over here the point is, this is a language that people don't speak that language here. Let's say you write over here in America, you're going to write a language, French, whatever, a language that people don't understand. So in that case you would think that it's not acceptable. Kamash Mulan, that's the Chiddush, that you write in a language that's not the spoken language here. It's still acceptable for every star as well. Omar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Nasan lo niyar chalak. What happens if a person gives his wife a get, and as far as the Aiden were able to see, it's a plain piece of paper with no writing on it. Vamalani tells her, and he tells her, here, this is your get. Megereshes, she'll be divorced. Ah, it's a plain piece of paper with no writing. Chashinon, shema b'mei milin Maybe he wrote it with May Milin, which is this, this water that has gall nuts soaked in it, and it, it has, it creates a writing, but a very light writing, and maybe they didn't notice that the, the get it actually was written as a get. May the Gemara asks on this Chiddush of Shmuel here, it says in the Mishnah, if it says to a woman, or this is in a, actually a Braise, he gives his wife a get, as soon as she got the get, she took it, she throws it into the water. So now, or into the fire, or the hold of it or anything that destroyed this get. And then after this, the husband comes back and tells her it wasn't even a get. Star pasimu, it wasn't a get at all. It was just a document which is called the star pasim or star amone. Star pasim, star amone is what a person writes. Star pasim is when a, a person is looking to show people that he has money backing him. So he shows people that someone borrowed from me a million dollars. 
that person never borrowed from you a million dollars, but your friend agrees to have to, to allow you to have a document that says that he borrowed from you a million dollars, and now people will will see that you're rich. And shtar money is when you have a shtar that's written on it that this person owes you money, even though he didn't borrow money from you yet, he's planning on borrowing money from you, and he trusts you that you're gonna not collect from him until he actually borrows the money from you. Basically, the husband is saying this wasn't a get. This they had other writings on it. What's the halacha? She'll still be divorced. The Adim saw that the husband gave the get to the Isha. They saw some writing. They didn't pay attention to exactly what the writing was. That's what it looks like here from the simple pshara this price. But they saw that there was some writing on it. And he told her, this is your get. So if now the husband comes and changes the story sort of and says, no, it was written something else on it. He's not believed. She's Mugadesh. He's not going to be believed to ask her to say that she's still an Eshesh. Says the Gemara, so what do we see here in this Braise? The only reason why she'll be divorced and we trust what the Adam saw, because the Adam saw that there was some writing here. Now, the husband wants to say that the writing that they saw was not the writing of a get, there was a different writing. We don't trust the husband. But if it would be the case, like Shmuel said, which is a much bigger Chiddush, that the Adam that were watching here saw no writing at all, they just saw a plain piece of paper. So Loi, over here we're not going to say that she's Mugadeshes, that maybe it was a very light lighting and the Aiden couldn't see. The Bryce doesn't say this bigger Chiddush. Answers the Gemara, you're right. But Shmuel was only saying it in a specific place. Ki kama Shmuel, when did Shmuel say that she'll be Mugadeshes, the batkinale b'maya denora? That afterwards they took this document that looked like it was empty and had no writing on it and they put on it maya denora, which is some kind of a coloring that brings out the writing that was there hidden in it. Okay, so therefore, e polit, polit. So if that writing that's there sort of comes out, or comes out, so we know that she's divorced. The Eloi polit, and if even after they put this color on it, then no writing appears, so then laugh clue. So then take it wouldn't be a get at all. But the Gemara asks on this, if you put on it now the coloring, and it, the, the writing comes out of it, so how should that help? Shouldn't we say that he wrote before with such a light writing that it's not even noticeable at all? When he gave it to the Isha, it had something written on it which wasn't noticeable. Now that you put coloring on it, now it sort of appears. But if so, he gave her an empty gap before. And says the Gemara, Shmuel Nami Chayshin Kama. Shmuel didn't say that this is for sure a get. What Shmuel was saying was because it was such a light writing, and now it appeared when you put a coloring on it, so we can't be sure. We don't know if it was very light and the Adam saw nothing and is talking nothing before, or maybe it was light, but it was there. He just did, he did, they just didn't notice it. So then she would be Mugadesh. So therefore, she's going to be a Suffolk Mugadesh. Omar Ravina said, said, So again, coming back here to the halacha, whether Adam have to read what's written in the get. So from what we learned before in the Gemara, it would seem like Adam don't have to read what it says in the get. But now, Meme says, If you have two Adam, that get is being given in front of them, you have to read what's written inside the get. So the Gemara asks from the Braisa that we just quoted, it seems to say the opposite. The Braisa we just quoted, that is a Giteich, husband gives his wife a get, and then she takes it and throws it into the water, or to fire, or anything else that destroys the get. And now, he says that there was other writings on it, and that it wasn't a get at all. She's still divorced. He's not trusted to say that it wasn't a get to ask her. Now, if you're going to say that the Adam must read the get before it's given to her, 
after the Adam read what, what's written in the Get, what's the Chiddush? Obviously, the husband can't come now and say that something else was written in the Get. The Adam have to read it. They saw what's written in the Get. Answers the Gemara. Well, in this Braise, it's speaking about, we could say, a different case here. The Adam have to read it. But what happened is, like Sriche, the Basa, the Karyua, after the Adam read what's written in the Get, he sort of slipped the Get into his sleeve. Didn't give it to her immediately. He slipped it into his sleeve, and then Then he took out the document and gave it to her. So I would think to say that we should be concerned for that maybe he, he slipped out a different document. It's not this document that the Adam read. That was the Chiddush here of this Braise to say that we're not Chayshish for that, and therefore she's Megadashis. Okay, so the most conclusion over here is that you have to read what says in the Get. Aho Gavre. There was a story with a person, the Zorik Lagitali the Bisu. He threw a get to his wife, Lebeni Doni, and he threw it amongst the barrels that were in her property. So then what happened? They went to look there for the get, and they didn't find any get there. Instead, the Shtakach Mezusta, they found there a Mezuzah. So he's throwing her and telling her, Here, I'm throwing you the get, the Rayat Mugereshes, but then they don't find the get, they find the Mezuzah. Omer Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman, Mezusta Beni Doni Lashchichi. It's not common to have a Mezuzah lying somewhere between barrels. So therefore, if they found a mezuzah there, that's what the husband threw there. He didn't throw any get to her, so she's not Mugadeshus at all. But Vahanimili, when is this true? The Ishtaka If you find one mezuzah there. Avobeis Gimel, but if you find two or three mezuzahs there, so then Midahayavoy Honamiavoy. Since I see that there was another mezuzah here, so then I can say that this that they found was also there from before, and this is not what the husband threw there. I they can't find the get that the husband threw there. The gita, the get that he threw there, that they can't find. It's possible that uh, mice came and, and ate it up or dragged it away. And therefore she will be Mugadashas.